This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. On today's episode, we'll go over some of the investments that actually give you a tax break. If you just go and put your money into, say, stocks or bonds or mutual funds, you're not going to get a deduction automatically off of that. There are some very specific uh, investments that can give you deductions, though, and I want to make sure you're aware of what some of those are. One of those very important ones that I always cover is real estate. Another one would be oil and gas investments. And another one, which is a really broad category, that is investment into businesses. So there's a lot of different ways you can do that. So just I want you to think of investments that give you tax breaks and investments that don't give you tax breaks. I'm going to give you some examples of each of those. So back into the real estate, we'll start out how that goes. In some of the previous podcasts, I've talked about like whether you're a passive investor or an active investor. Uh, if you're getting into short-term rentals, into long-term rentals, there are some very specific calculations on when that works and when it could apply to you. But that's the type of that's the type a type of investment that does give you tax break. The main reason for that is well one because of the operating expenses just the cost of running a rental business or rental properties the other one is the depreciation which is a huge component of calculating your tax breaks with investments in real estate then that second one i mentioned is investments in oil and gas oil and gas investments are normally when you invest it would need to be when you invest personally out of your own name you can get up to about an 80 or 85% deduction on the money that goes into that investment in the first year. And then after that, when you're getting some returns on your investment, there is an expense for oil and gas specifically where you don't need to pay tax on all the income that's coming back to you. There's a depletion expense calculation we can do. And then the the business investment one, this one I love, it can get really complex with the types of businesses you can get into. But if you are an owner of your own business, of course, you're taking those deductions for things that are related to your business, whether it's travel or meals or business use of home, or you're buying vehicles or equipment. Those are the operating costs of a business and they are deductible to you. But now let's say you become a co-owner of a business. Say you wanted to buy into a business and you're actively involved. But say you're a 20% owner or a 50% owner, that it is possible for you to get deductions in that business as well. It works like this. So say you, you form an LLC, say you and a partner form an LLC. And your partner, partner says, is, is providing the sweat equity and you're providing the money. If you, if you just transferred, say, $20,000 into that LLC that you and your partner own, and you just let the $20,000 sit there and you guys didn't do anything with it, that $20,000 wouldn't give you a deduction. Just for the fact of, that you transferred the money to the LLC doesn't give you a deduction for that. If your LLC was providing services to you, though, to your own business, like maybe to your other business, then that potentially could become a deduction. There, you just make sure you're, yeah, you've got agreements in place and you're actually, you've got actually, your business is actually providing services to your other business, of course. But what I'd recommend if you do form an LLC with, with a friend or you're starting a business, make sure that money goes and you go and do something with that money after you get it into that LLC. And at least before the end of the tax year for the deduction. So say you transfer the 20,000 into the account Make sure that $20,000 is spent on, say, it's inventory or product or equipment. You need, a, you need a vehicle for that business. Make sure you're doing something with it, and that's how you get the deduction. Like That money needs to be paid by you, 
or like one of the partners of the business, and then it needs to be spent on something. So we've talked about three types of deduction or three types of investments that give you tax breaks. One was real estate, which we've covered a lot of. There's oil and gas investments, and then there's investments in businesses. And that the investment in businesses, it could be any type of business. Like there's there's a one type of investment that some of our clients are into. We've we've helped them with or heard about. It's investment into ATM type, uh, an ATM business. And this is a business where you go and buy equipment, uh, like ATM machines and you're buying that equipment and you're it's being run as a business and you're providing the capital for it you're getting deductions back for that that you are a partner you are part of that business and you're splitting the deductions on it it could be for atms it could be for buying vehicles to rent like an rv business i've talked about in the past it could be for really any type of business so just if if your intention is to make money and you need equipment or capital for that or equipment or expenses to run that those things would be deductible. And then we're going to shift over to the investments that are not deductible. So you hear of like people want to get into investing and at the same time, they want to get tax deductions for it. Just make sure you know where that line is split. So if you were just putting money away into, into stocks in your personal investment account, or you're getting into CDs, or if you're basically just putting money in the savings account, it's not a business, not real estate, not like an operating business, then you're likely not getting a deduction for that. So just remember if it's in your personal name and it's not a retirement account, you're not going to get a deduction for that. But there are retirement accounts that can give you a deduction for investing in those types of things. And I think this is where some of the confusion comes in where people go, oh, I, I put $100,000 into stocks this year, I should get a deduction for that. And if, it, if it's in your personal name, you don't get any deduction. If it's, say, through a SEP IRA or a solo 401k account where you've put money out of your business and into that retirement account, that transfer is deductible when it goes from your like from your business or personal account when you're self-employed into those retirement accounts, that's deductible. But then the actual investment into the stocks and funds and stuff, that's not that portion is not deductible. So just as you're getting an investment, think of that. Like, is this giving me giving me a deduction or is it an investment? And then think of also, like, as you're getting returns on those investments, think of, is this return taxable or is it non-taxable? So just think of the tax implications when your money is going into investments and then when it's coming out of investments. Just plan for and think about uh, just the implications of the taxes because it can have huge impacts on your returns. But please feel free to reach out if you have any questions on this or or anything else related to it. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com. 